What's up, copy chiefs? If you're listening to my voice right now, I bet you'd like to know how you can join Copy Chief. And if you go to the website right now, you'll see that there is a waiting list. But guess what? I've got something special for you for being a Copy Chief Radio listener. When you go to copychiefradio.com right now, you'll be able to skip the line and join us all inside Copy Chief. So head on over to Copy Chief Radio right now and you can skip the line and join us. This program is brought to you by thepodcastfactory.com. Welcome back, boys and girls, to another edition of Copy Chief Radio. Here is the Copy Chief himself, Mr. Kevin Rogers. Hello. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, another fun show, Jonathan. This is going to be great. Uh, one of my favorite people on the planet is here with us today, Miss Melanie Saladino. She is a top copywriter, one of the few copywriters. This was just one of the things I love about Melanie, with the ability to enter multiple niches and totally dominate, right? You know, because I, I, you've noticed, Jonathan, I normally emphasize specializing with copywriters, you know? But in Melanie's case, it's her process that's her specialty. And because she's insatiably curious, as all writers must be to do good work, she's able to apply uh, her process across very different niches and get amazing results. So uh, just one of her many talents. Um, But today we're going to talk about our time together at the AWAI job fair and sort of the uh, some insider stuff about how to fast track your your success as a freelance copywriter. So Melanie Saladino, thanks so much for being here. I'm glad to be here. This is fun. Yeah, it's always fun to be on with you and uh, really appreciate you making time. So let's um, talk, you know, I think just the idea sometimes of of having a mentor um, in in freelancing is foreign to people or it's confusing. They don't even know where to start that. So you wanted to talk about um, some of the people we met at the AWAI job fair and how they're all sort of searching for someone to help them along, but it can prove difficult for them. I sometimes look down on the idea when someone says, hey, you need a mentor, because frankly, it sounds hard to go out and find yourself one. But what ended up happening with you is that I found you by accident. So I was looking around. I told this story at boot camp to anybody who would listen, by the way, because I very quickly became obsessed with the idea that everybody needs a mentor. But what happened was I decided I wanted to develop my own voice. So I started going around to different websites, didn't matter what niche. Oh, I like this one. Oh, I like that one. Hmm, this one's bulletproof coffee. Hmm, that one's this other health product. Oh, that's this other thing. And then I spread them all out on my computer and looked at them, trying to see what about them was so fascinating. Mm. And I also happened to discover that you wrote them all. So, but I didn't know who you were. <laughs> so now I'm stalking you, right? I just random her <laughs> out in who knows where. And then I found a really nice blog post you wrote on the warrior forum, trying to help somebody who's trying to decide, should I take a simple writing system? And that right. was it. You get very detailed pros, cons, the whole thing. And I believed there was no reason for me to ever doubt that you gave good guidance to people. And so wow. I went on your list. And that was it. I never looked back. 
And it wasn't too long before you and I were on the phone together and we were in a mentoring relationship. And I have heard you say many times that you can trace every single penny of your income for the last more than a decade to a relationship and a handshake. Yeah. And being a woman in this industry and being slightly older than most people when they enter this industry, that was scary for me because it truly is an old voice network, but um, I'm a girl. So it got a little weird. <laughs> and I, but there's no reason why relationships can't work for me too. Right. So, right. So mentorship became the answer. So now I'm looking at what has become my career. Can you say that in two years? But this is my life right now. So oh, yeah. I looked at it. And the, the, for my first experience was me on the phone with you saying, you saying, hey, I, I need to see a sample. And me going, wait, what? <laughs> And then 22 months later, me sending you a note going, hey, um, you know that launch I was fussing about the other day? Do you know it did $2 million this week? Like, that's, that's yeah. a success story. Yeah. And that's not something you see all the time. And I, I remember typing the words, hey, I'm pretty sure you can use this for copy cheap. I'm pretty sure this is a good idea. So as I'm at boot camp and people are waiting in line, I'm seeing a couple of things. I'm seeing people nervous. Some yeah. people not know what questions to ask. Um, did I mention the nerves? And so I thought the very best thing I can do is get people calm enough that they can ask you good quality questions. So now I'm stopping around like I own the place, dressed like a librarian with a big bowl of candy. <laughs> and hey, hey, little girl and little boy, would you like some candy? It is made of 100% artificial additives. I am pretty sure there is gluten inside. And this wax shininess on the top, that is the bonus. And did you see how I stood all the way on the other side from the health industry? So it's not funny. <laughs> I am a helper. <laughs> yeah. So now I've got people lining up to get candy that they can totally buy themselves because every one of them has a credit card and the ability to get to the grocery store. But never mind, my candy is better because I bought it to you. <laughs> yeah, and that it, was my whole you, know, thing. you know, it was, I, I can't thank you enough for, for you just stepped up, uh, you know, this uh, whole thing of going to the job fair and having a booth there was a last minute decision for me. Um, and it just made sense. And I'll tell you, I would have shown up where they told me to stand that day and like, just going, I don't know what to expect. I told, uh, fortunately, uh, told you I'd be doing this. And you said, uh, Hey, do you need a booth, babe? <laughs> and I said, whatever that is, yes, uh, that can only make things better. And you stepped up. I mean, you went out, you bought, you not only bought candy, you filtered the candy into only copy chief colors. <laughs> so right we're given like Reese's it's like orange and black you know Kit Kats like <laughs> color-coded candy uh you brought flowers for our table like we stood out like oh we got what's going on over there right the only thing we didn't have which if you had had your way and we had time we'd have had like a giant cutout of me and that you could have pressed a button and had me say wacky stuff or something right like you <laughs> it's so great you're yeah. all into the showmanship side of it. So that <laughs> that taught me a lot. And uh, yeah, it was super cool to have you there. You know, uh, it, it's true. Like it, people are really nervous at, uh, I was saying a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to Jonathan, telling him about it. It was like, I would have never gone to a job fair. It's just that whole idea of being in a room and feeling 
I'll I'll say AWAI. They make it cool. It's a cool room. There's a there's a bar. It's not like this big stiff formal thing. So it's not. It doesn't feel like a cattle call. But in my mind, because I have issues with authority, the idea of like going to shake hands and meet and and hope that people would hire me just would have been a very foreign concept to me. So it was equally as strange for me to be on the other side of it. But it wasn't at all like that. It was just a lot of people really trying to understand. What the heck is this copy chief thing, and how do I get some of this work you have? Right, right. That's a, that's a funny comment you bring up. But I, I also have control issues. So not only am I authority resistant, but I like to be in charge of the whole planet all the time. So <laughs> to say, hey, I need a mentor was one of the more humbling things I've ever done. But if you're going to go to the trouble to be a freelance copywriter, you probably are resistant to authority, and maybe you have yeah. control issues. So I don't think that's so unusual. It's probably the norm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, all right, so let's talk about. Um, uh, I talked a little bit about a show a couple of weeks ago, uh, how we told people answer the question because everybody asked the same question: What is what exactly is Copy Chief? Right, which was really interesting to me as a business owner and a marketer to go, "Wow, I am not doing a good job of making it incredibly clear to people exactly what we do." Uh, you know, Ross is going to like fly here and and uh, handcuff me to a chair until I have my USP down <laughs> to to the word, right? Um, yeah. and, and so let's talk a little bit about. I, I'm interested to hear how you were telling people what Copy Chief is. Just before we went live, I asked, is there anything you special you want me to say about Copy Chief or anything special that you don't want me to say? Like perhaps there were things that only you wanted to mention. Yeah. And your comment was just talk about what your experience was like. And that was interesting to me because it's a callback to the idea that says testimonials are the strongest part of any sales message, no matter what. And there was no reason to abandon that truth just because we happened to be in a room with other humans rather than sitting behind a laptop typing and hoping for the best. Yeah, right. So I started telling my reality, which was I had this idea. I showed up at boot camp the first year and wanting to know, was this a real industry? And year two, it was, okay, I believe this is a real industry. Now, how do I get me some of them clients? And then the next year was, okay, I've got clients and some success. Now, I, need, I think it's something for business. And year four, I would, I would go to find a way to work a booth at job fair. I saw my friend do it the year before. I'm like, mm, she can do it. She can do it. So that was my journey. But the more I told that story, the more people were nodding along. Like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm here on year one trying to figure out if this is a real business. This is my year two. I need to find, like, and it was clicking with people. And then I said, okay, but don't go alone. You need a place. And so this is the place I picked. And it maybe isn't a fit for everybody, but I can tell you, I went from, I don't have a sample to a multi-million dollar launch in 22 months. And so this is a possibility for you. And so the, I've been thinking a lot about the idea of functional reality versus emotional reality. Hmm. For example, yesterday I'm on the phone with a client and he, he sells a physical product and he says, we're going to put in a gift with each order and it's a pair of tweezers. And they only cost me a dollar, but they're worth way more than that. And so I think this is a good gift. Now, the wife happens to be on the phone. But he's right. He's 100% right. They're tweezers. They cost a buck. They're worth like $7. It's a good gift. Fine. Functional reality. Now, the wife's on the line. And she's like, you've got to see these tweezers. They're great. And now we're, we're off. She, this wife and I, okay, 
I turned a certain age, and like I didn't even know hair could grow there. And like, what is going on with my husband's eyebrows? And I'm chasing him around the house, make the tweezers. And I think my teenage son told me stole my tweezers, and I don't know where to get to new ones. And I bought all the best ones, and that hair cost twenty five bucks, and I still hate them. Tweezers. And the husband's like, "Wow, um, ladies, can we talk about the product? We're sort of on the clock here." But the, the emotional truth of those tweezers mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. a deal. That's okay. right. Yeah. So I'm trying to explain to people what it is. The functional reality is that it's a membership website. It costs a certain amount of money. It provides a certain amount of value. These things are all functional truths. They are also not very exciting. Right. The emotional reality is being part of a group where people get together to learn to write better copy and to promote good products for the purpose of selling more goods, improving people's lives, and basically just getting where we're trying to go in our careers and lives. That's exciting stuff, and it's an emotional reality. But when I was talking to people at the job fair, I couldn't start with the glitter. Oh, my gosh, this changed my life. I had to start with, would you like a piece of candy? Good. Now that I have your attention, can I tell you what it was like when I was at AWAI in previous years, since we're all at AWAI right now? And, oh, by the way, then I started with Copy Chief, and this is, exactly what it looks like functionally concrete every day. I log in, I do the behaviors and the emotional reality is I had this amazing success and I can't think of a time when I would ever not want to be part of this group, but I had to do all the things exactly like you do in any sales letter, find some way to interrupt whatever they were thinking, enter the world. They happen to be in currently bring them to my experience, the whole thing. Yeah, that's great. So it's like a live sales letter in a sense, right? Uh, in, in a very real way. And uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Hey, producer Jonathan here. And I know I'm interrupting the program, but it is for a very good reason. If you are not already a member of Copy Chief, then you probably should be. And if you go to the website right now, you can get on the waiting list and maybe get a spot when we open or You can do the smart thing. Right now, today, you can join Copy Chief by going to copychiefradio.com and you can skip the line. No waiting list. But I got to warn you, you'll only have 30 minutes from the time you land on copychiefradio.com to join. And that's so we don't have any time wasters or scragglers. So make sure that you're absolutely ready. Then go to copychiefradio.com today and join. And I feel like well, I'm just like here hawking Copy Chief on Copy Chief Radio. But uh, <laughs> um, the great thing about this is I bet there's people listening to the show who uh, up until this point have gone, what exactly is Copy Chief, right? Um, right. And, and so, uh, you know, part of it is uh, I, I never marketed it. Like, for instance, I've yet to still uh, never run a Facebook ad campaign or any of that, because to me, it's never been about volume. It is an intimate place where people can come and get real results, right? And you just know that when you get huge, uh, uh, you get a, uh, membership numbers, you're going to reach a point of saturation where it becomes less intimate. Um, but that's my challenge as a business owner to not be so damn married to the idea of what it is right now and seeing the bigger picture of what it could be. Um, but uh, the bottom line is it's a place where people come and they get results and that's what fuels it. And that's what makes it special and different. And I'll tell you, Melanie, and again, 
Like, I don't even see myself as a competitor to AWA, really, except that we both we both coach freelancers. And I'm learning now that we do it in incredibly different ways that I think can be mutually beneficial. But I'll tell you something that was really eye-opening to me is that I, in speaking to some of the attendees there, um, and like you said, they might be in their first year and they're, they have some talent and they're really eager but they're doing stuff to me that is the most foreign concept in the world. Like they're, they're cold calling companies and right. saying, hey, I'm a copywriter and I'd love to write copy for your company. And how do I go about getting you some samples or whatever they're saying? And I was like, really? And so, so I was telling somebody how, how I help freelancers get business by becoming an expert and authority and becoming known and having people call them, right? And they said, they listened and they said, okay, but, but who, you know, how would I get, like, who would I call? And I was like, uh, you, you wouldn't call anyone ever. <laughs> right. Exactly. I said, I said, because when you cold call somebody who who's in charge of that relationship, right? You're basically showing up at their door begging for an opportunity. And while that could potentially lead to good things, in my estimation, is not putting a true freelance copywriter in the best position to do great work. It's a total vendor scenario. Right. That's actually a really important comment about the who's in charge of this relationship, because I didn't go out as a freelancer so that I could have multiple bosses who have competing demands and aren't working together and live to drive me crazy. That, that wasn't what I was after. Right. So... It is scary to let go of the idea that says I call a person, the person that likes me and approves of me, and then I can tell they like me because they gave me money when I wrote their copy. To shift that and say, I'm a thing, I do a thing, I do it well, and here's what's on my website so that you can see if it's perhaps a match for you. Mm -hmm. It's an emotional risk to stand up and be an authority. However, it's a life risk to not be an authority. And what are you going to do? You have to either be it or not it, but you get to choose. That's right. 100%. You get to be in control. And the more, cause I came up with John Carlton in my ear going, no, you'll, you're being paid to be the adult in the room. That's what a copywriter does. You're the one who's going to make the call on the hook, on the direction, on the flavor of the campaign and exactly what kind of campaign to run. That's what people are going to pay you big money for. Uh, if they just need a typist or somebody to, you know, pump out a few emails, then you'll, you'll go crazy and stay broke forever. Um, and so it, it's just a very, it, it's a total mental shift, but it shocked me to discover that so many people out there wanting to succeed as copywriters think there's only like one model for how to work, uh, as a copywriter. And that means, you know, standing in line to the big publishers to hopefully get a chance to maybe write for them someday. Because what's interesting is that the, the, I know that the, um, publishers are constantly looking for anybody with copywriting talent that they can give a try to. Right. So a picture like this, these two doors, there's this one door where all these, uh, hopeful copywriters are lined up waiting in line to, to, to prove themselves. And then there's the office. And then there's like this back door where the, uh, um, uh, owner of the company or the, you know, the marketing managers are looking through there going, where are all the copywriters, <laughs> you know? And so 
because they actively seek out uh, freelance copywriters who have some experiences, some controls, or not even a control, just like, have you written for this market, right? And show me some stuff. And uh, it's just a really, it's a total mind shift. So um, it's, it's, it was really enlightening. And I, I can't thank you enough for being there with me. And again, on top of how amazing you were as my partner there at the booth to ingratiate everybody and make them feel comfortable, you're uh, my shining star testimonial uh, because you were the first person to ever sign up for for my mastermind. And I didn't even have a formal way to coach freelancers on their business. Like we just figured it out together in real time, right? I mean, you had talent. I knew that I could help you uh, not make a lot of mistakes that I made early in my career. And, uh, that's about all the, you know, success of yours that I could take credit for is I, I helped you avoid some hurdles, but, uh, you Melanie are uh, an amazing talent and, you know, you come into every company you work with and you help them see way bigger picture and also way more granular effect for how they can really speak to their best avatar. So, uh, you, you know, it's, it's really, it's, it's all your success but uh, I love that you're willing to give me some credit for it. <laughs> hey, anytime. We can call this the Mutual Admiration Society. <laughs> that yes, would so. be a good idea. And one of my very favorite things is that you didn't tell me I was the first one until after we had found a relationship that worked for us. <laughs> it was like a year later and you said I something know. like, hey, did you know that you were the first? And also, <laughs> I didn't have a formal method. And also, the formal method I'm using right now was based on the stuff we experimented a year yeah. ago with. And I said, wait, what? That was an experiment? <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. I had no I idea. If we, if we didn't get good results, I might not have mentioned that, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we've got like 30 seconds, Melanie, if you could, if someone's listening, they're a freelancer, we're calling this episode, how to fast track your success as a freelancer. One tip, one thing they got to know. One tip I would say, put your head down and just let go of the idea that you can't do this and only focus on the ways that you can make it work. This is for you. It's not really for anybody else. It's a journey for you. And it has to be awesome because you said it was. And that's all there is to that. Love it. Thank you so much. Melanie Saladino. Melanie Saladino, S-A-L-A-D-I-N-O.com. Go get all her awesome downloads and reports. And, and if you can, good luck. Get her uh, writing your copy for you. Uh, Jonathan, that's it, buddy. Good stuff. So what do you have coming up for us next time, Kevin? Uh, next time, we're going to dive back into one of the favorite, most popular topics here on the show, story. And we're going to uh, talk to A.J. Silvers, who is a, a great direct response copywriter, also a fiction writer. So we're going to talk about flash fiction and how that's going to make us better copywriters. All right. Looking forward to it. So that is a wrap for another episode of Copy Chief Radio. We'll be back with you next time. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Copy Chief Radio. If you like what you heard here and you want more, go to CopyChiefRadio.com. This is the PodcastFactory.com.